Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This episode of Steel Wars is available in full video at youtube.com forward slash Steel Wars. The link is in this episode's show description notes. Click it and treat your eyes. Hey, you guys, and welcome to the Steel Wars Hyper Chat. I am Committee Steel Saunders, and I do love Star Wars, and for the next hour or so, we'll be talking all the Star Wars news, which is not all much of off. It. It's, a, it's a real daunting task this week. We're just going to be talking Star Wars, having a good time. Talking wars. With our friends, like like the producer, Rashad. How you doing? Yes, I do. <laughs> World peace. So I do. Excellent. Let's um. Let's let's let's, talk, let's try get to world peace before the end of the episode. It would be nice. I don't think Blog Talk Radio will let us talk that long. What's so funny about peace, love, and understanding? Am I right? Perhaps I'm not here to argue that. Also, our co-host in New York, Emily Lind. How you doing, buddy? I'm all right. I'm ready to chat some Star Wars, and apparently. Make World Peace happen. Yeah, Star Peace. Star Peace. That's what we're all about. That's what we're here for. We're going to ruin it. Not my Star Wars. My Star Peace. And uh, we're trying a a little different thing today. So other people might be seeing this live, but we're on on Twitter and Periscope. So I always see people like Bob's comics, like... Just pop up right at the top of the feed. Yeah, like the comics underworld. They're doing something. Why are they underworld? Comics are popular now. They should be above ground. Yeah, but everyone likes to think that they're still in their little dungeon. Do they? I think so. Maybe. Okay. Like, they got their own little, like, click. Like, we were here before. It was cool, that kind of thing. Yeah. I was into them in the first album. In the first comic, on the first page. First page. What They should do it more like how many pages you got into it. I don't know about that. Okay. Because comics are pretty standard, 22 pages, unless it's a beefy boy. They are very short comics. It, yeah. Like, like, <laughs> like, a, like is, that, is that wrong? Or? No, I mean, there's very... I mean, Emily can attest to this. There's very... The majority of comics are usually pretty breezy to get through. Yeah, because I've been doing the, uh, the podcast with Tom, The Page Wars, mm-hmm. and... I am kind of shocked again to realize how short they are. Yeah, it's like five, ten minutes to get through. Yeah. Are you much of a comics yeah. reader, Emily? Sort of on and off. I go through periods where I'm reading a bunch of stuff and then I go months without reading anything. Oh, okay. That's... um. That's a little bit like me, but I was doing the thing. We've got a new page wars up on the Patreon, and we're reviewing the uh, Age of Resistance Supreme Leader Snoke. It's a good one. And spoiler alert, everyone, Bombshell. I read it. Is it only because Snoke was on the cover? Yes. Ah. 
I was just I, there was all the images going out online and stuff, and uh, I was very much enjoying it. Hey, uh, the chat room's firing up. I'm not sure if it was harder to find than usual. I, I don't know what's happening with this live streaming internet business, but uh, we are in it. If you want to call in, the number is nine one four. No, is it the five six three or the other one? Well, see that's the. Okay, because Rebecca said she tried calling, I'm assuming the 5-3 number, because that's the one on screen, and she said it's telling her the show hasn't started yet. Oh, then I fucked up. And I'm on the 914 number. There's only the two here. Fuck you. 319. What do you mean? It it should be... Okay, post in that one. Are you ready? Can you do it? Let me see. It ends with 5540. Okay, type this one in. Okay. I'll show you how to do it. Ooh, learning on the fly. And stuff in the world of hyperchat. All right, so type this in. Also, apparently, volume is low. Always a diva. Okay. Uh, It's 914-205-5540. And I'll try to turn Emily up a little bit. How are you sounding now, Emily? I feel like that made me go up. You went up and got all, uh, like, distorted. Really? That's exciting. Correct number is up now, now folks. now you're back down again. Okay. All right. You just talk loud, Emily. Just yell. Just belt it out. Oh, my God. Okay. Justin Rodriguez is in the the chat. Yo! We've got a Raj from the Sith List, Rebecca Edwards. She can't get through. Brittany Brown. God, it is the rural farm boy. It's Thurbo. It's lit. Tim. I want Tim, you better call in, buddy. I miss you. I haven't chatted to you for so long. But um, so I've, I've been reading a bit of comics. It is a dry spell in Star Wars news. And frankly, who cares? Yeah, we got a movie coming. There's a show coming. Yeah. There's more comics coming. I would... It does shock me, though, that they don't do sort of like, remember in the prequels, mm-hmm. they would sort of have like an image of the week or something on StarWars.com or something, still something like that on that hyperspace sort of thing. But I just don't get like on the Star Wars show or on the site, they just don't feature just like every, like if it was Wednesday, Star Wars show, just a photo and just like, of just like a droid. That, that, that can spark us up. I think a lot of that is probably just like they're, everything is just so airtight over there, which is strange because you could just show us some more of uh, what's the Claude? Just show us Claude doing stuff. Just another angle. Maybe just fixing a ship. Just another. The, the secrecy thing. The secrecy thing drives me up the wall, especially now because we're in that sweet period of toy leaks, right? And then. They're going to no-sell that. And then there's going to be some, like, Entertainment Weekly article about, look at all these new toys. And it's like, cool. Uh, uh. I was got a new X-Wing, apparently. No, but we've seen them all. Have we? The new X-Wing? Yes. It's, I saw it today on Oh, I mean the toy. Yeah, but I'm saying official image of the ship on set or something has not been shown. Yeah, no, 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 no. But I mean for Force Friday. Oh, they do their I big see. Force Friday. How, fr- how, how far are we from Force Friday now? It's like two weeks, something like that. Shut up, really. And we 
and we still don't have like an official list of what's being put out. That's ridiculous. No, it's not. It's typical. They do it every time. I mean, it's just toys. And then, but it's it's it's. Well, like, yeah, but it's just toys. So just put it out and let me know what I can buy. Yeah, oh, I agree with that. But like, it's Lucasfilm, right? They get to curate our excitement for the rest of the year. Do you know what I mean? They're, they're, they're the excitement dealer. And, like, to... And it always bugs me at San Diego Comic-Con they don't announce... It's just like they have these toy panels and it's like, we got nothing. We got nothing. I wouldn't know. But uh, what does that mean? I never. I haven't been to a toy panel. I don't really pay attention to the actual toy panels. TBH. Okay. So you're equally, Ignorant. you don't know. You, you, you're you doing the sorry thing, I wouldn't know, but you also don't want to know. But I wouldn't know. That's not, I, I, I'm very interested to know. I would like to know, maybe there's like one or but two black series. But you just, said, you just said, I don't take any interest in but the toy panels. You don't have to actually do anything. Ignore me. <laughs> do you want the information just beamed into your brain? Yeah, and then I can decide if it's useful okay. or not. That'd be cool. Can you do that? Is that possible? I don't know. It's 2019. If you could derail a podcast in such a way, I'm sure anything is possible. If you believe. <laughs> <laughs> but they have these... Okay. People do make podcasts to fill you in what happens to um, San Diego Comic Con. I'm not going to name any names, but um, cool. they're out there somewhere. Now, um, yeah, so they have these panels. And instead of showing all these sweet photos of Poe's X-Wing, mm-hmm. they go, oh, we can't, we can't say anything. But I feel like I do now remember seeing some like new Black Series lines that they showed at San Diego Comic-Con. From Did episode they? nine? From The Mandalorian? No, but like they have... Oh, I see what you're saying. Oh. Yeah, so what I'm saying, if you'd listen to the podcast that you're on... Now, I listen to Hyper Chat. Yeah, but this and is so I do. But that's what I'm talking about. I am talking about now, like this podcast now. He wants you to participate actively in this conversation. That's a lot to ask. Hi, I'm, I actually, Emily, <laughs> Emily, I actually looked at the switchboard on Blog Talk and was going to mute Rashad, but then I remembered we're connected. So, um. But yeah, you could just do that physically. I could just turn him down on if that. If you mute me down in hatred, I'll always be with you. Oh, I bet you could, like, hit him, but that works, too. I can just shout into your mic. Ow! That actually hurt. Okay, let's continue. Stop ruining the podcast. I'm not. Okay. Anyway, so in the panel at Comic-Con... They list all the announcements, mm-hmm. right? But when there's a movie about to come out, they can't announce any of that stuff. So they, li- so they announce four things and drag it over an hour. Mm. Lots of focus on masks and, and, and fascinating things like this. But anyway, and then it all leaks. And then as it's happened every other year, they have their Force Friday Entertainment Weekly article with the new toys. And this article, like, and I, I'm not sure how many Star Wars fans, what percentage of fans. This is what I'm interested about, Emily. And um, what percentage of fans go to Force Friday at midnight but don't look at the toy leaks? Like, they're they're enthusiastic enough to go on midnight but not enthusiastic enough to look at the toy leaks. 
Like, how, how, what percentage of um, fan, like people at Force Friday do you think that is, Emily? Fifty percent, seventy-five percent, twenty percent. I I would say twenty percent or lower, especially with how bad distribution has been. People want to at least know what they could theoretically be getting. Mm. I remember going in last time and just like having shock products. Really? Yeah. Like, but just little things. But I, to me, it's just all pointless. And it also, as I was saying mm-hmm. 20 minutes ago, that Lucasfilm are dealing out the excitement. Mm-hmm. And, and when they hold it out, but then like they're in shops. Like people are buying the, or they're trying to buy these toys. Right. Uh, that 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 leaked poster. Remember that leaked poster that was sort of like a Kmart it was like the Target. Yeah. Sort of. Yeah. Apparently they've got T-shirts of that at Hot Topic or something. Really. I can't, maybe it's not Hot Topic, but they're they're not selling, but they're in. They're in stores. Now. Yeah, they're like they're in stores now. They like they only realize they can't sell them until someone goes and buys them. But um, Emily, shall we talk about? What we need to talk about? That's vague. Yeah, sure. What do we need to talk about? The big Star Wars. Talk about the thing that I don't like. The big Star Wars news. This is the thing, right? I I love it when you know someone's. You're, you're such Star Wars friends that um, you can see an article and go, "That's really going to annoy them," <laughs> and then you send it to them, and it does really annoy them. How do you find that, Emily? The, the great, well, the great thing about this is I had seen that headline earlier on Twitter and went, that's going to annoy me. I'm not going to read it. Oh, and, and then, then I sent it to you. Once you said we were doing the hyper chat, you sent it to me. And I'm like, well, now I guess I have to read it. And I, guess what? I was annoyed. I haven't seen this before. Well, it's an article on comic book, on comic book, comicbook.com. Is that a reputable site? Or is that sort of like um, inverse and, and that sort of I stuff? I feel like comicbook.com posts an equal amount of news as they do kind of just speculation. Okay. Well, but pa- I'm not, I don't go on there enough to really have an educated opinion. Patrick Kavanaugh mm-hmm. has chimed in. He's a, he's a writer for comic book. Okay. And there's his age, the age of comics. The mm-hmm. making Tom have been, um, we reviewed on the last episode. Right. And apparently the Ray one came out today, I think. And the headline is, Star Wars, did Ray fly Boba Fett's ship? I like it that he dumbed down the caption and didn't just say Slave One. Yeah, it is comicbook.com, not StarWars.com. This guy knows how to get him in. Yeah. But anyway... Um, let's let's get to it. When fans met Rey in Star Wars: The Force Awakens, we quickly learned how skilled she was as a pilot as she took controls of the Millennium Falcon. But a new Star Wars comic might see the burgeoning Jedi pilot another iconic vessel, focusing on Rey's journey from Dakar to Akto in the search of Luke Skywalker. A fateful run-in seen in Star Wars: Age of Resistance, Rey could confirm that Ray briefly took the helm of Boba Fett's Slave One. 
The context of this narrative makes it entirely possible, yet the book avoids directly addressing the vessel's ownership history, leaving us with more questions than answers. My one question is, what were they thinking? What do you mean? (laughs) Can I ask a genuine question? Why is this bad? Excellent. What? No, no, I'm, 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 I'm so, I'm, I'm glad you're here with the, yeah. um, the, the, the opposing. No, view. I'm. Look, disclosure. Hey, wait, wait. Hey, Emily, do you want to go full echo chamber and I'll just turn him down while we discuss it? Yeah, yeah. That's. We'll just talk about how stupid it is, and also how anyone who likes it is stupid, mostly Rashad. <laughs> Buddy, nuanced opinion is never allowed. Look, as of oh no, I told Rashad I was going to be nice to him tonight. Full I discretion. Abandoned that. No, I. Full discretion. I like Boba Fett. I. What does full discretion mean? I'm just putting it out there that I like him. I'm a bit of a fanboy for Boba Fett, so I'm gonna be a little bit more, I don't know, favorable to any inclusion of Boba Fett in any way in any Star Wars. I understand why people don't care for him or uh, hey, potentially actively. Hey, buddy. Really, why is it so bad that she pilots the ship? No, I'm not anti... This is not an anti-Boba Fett stance. It kind of seemed like it was set up like this is... I want to know why you guys think it's dumb. Oh, because it's poetry. It's all connected. Well, it's not because it's Boba Fett. So, from Dequar, Dakar to Akto... Oh, my God. (laughs) Dequar. Would you like to order some taquitos as well? Oh, dude. So, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Okay, continue. Why is this not a good thing or disliked? Okay, Timothy Dunlop just says just universe building. He's he's pro. I want to know. Like, it's just, it's too much. So, between The Force Awakens... Oh, no, no. So, between... In The, in the Force Awakens, mm-hmm. during that time... So, you know, after they all wave... Yes. And uh, C-3PO's got his hand back, his arm back. Mm-hmm. And then he get, she gets to um, Octo. In between then, she drives around in Slave 1 for a bit. Does it? So the book doesn't specifically say it's Slave One, correct? I don't even I, like. I don't even want to have a comic where she has to drive. Like she's got the map. Just go. Maybe they have to stop for gas or food. I don't know. Space gas. As if they would ever use fuel as a plot device in Star Wars. Sorry, Emily. I was making an ironic comment. No, I was just saying, apparently, the galaxy is, like, the size of one city block. So, everything we've ever seen in Star Wars is there to be bumped into just randomly on the street. I want to I put, uh, put this out there. I don't know if it's canon anymore. Did either of you ever play Star Wars Bounty Hunter? It was a PS2 game. You play as Jango Fett? No. I can guarantee it's not canon. Okay. So, in that game... In one of the missions, you have to break a bounty out of a prison. And at the end of that mission, to escape the prison, it's in space, on an asteroid, I believe. Oh, can, I, can I just bump in? For those watching YouTube, you just got to see 20 seconds of me looking for a drink that was directly in front of me behind my mic stand. <laughs> Maybe it's on Dequar. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the point I'm making is... <laughs> 
can't make a point. There's no point. It's all pointless. Uh, Django steals Slave One from this prison facility, but Slave One is like a, a cop car, a cop spaceship. There's like a fleet of yeah. That, so like that's maybe this is like one of those. Yeah, I like I don't want her in any of them. Do I? Do we need? It's it just seems. It's so needless. I think it's and and then to and then to make it slave one, it's just like. I, but I, we don't know it's slave one. Okay, well, something that looks exactly and like slave the, one. I just don't need that yeah. pat on the it's, head. It's enough. Yeah. I don't know, man. Here's the thing: it's, and, and why it really bothers me is that it it takes me out of whatever I'm reading or watching. Because I was when it come, I had the question of, and I was going to ask you guys. Or at least steal, because I know some of these bother steal more apparently than it bothers Rashad, which is like the sort of the worst example of these. And I was thinking Rogue One with Tonda Baba and Dr. Everson. Yeah, better watch just, yourself. It is so much, it's such an obvious like nudge that even even people who have no idea who those characters are know that there's some huge wink to the audience going on there. And that it takes me out of the experience. What are you doing? I'm winking to the uh, YouTube viewers. It looks like you were reaching for a, an imaginary straw. Okay. If you are listening live, you can call in to chat on 914-205-5540. If you are on hold and you would like to chat, please press one on your touch tone phone. If oh my god, people just hit one very fast. That was fascinating, wasn't it? Or exciting. People are eager to talk about Slave One. Okay, let's go to. Uh, I feel like which, Steel and I are going to be the grumpy curmudgeons here. That's fine. You know what? I love Slave One. It's probably my favorite ship in Star Wars. If you really think about it, it's the standing desk of spaceships in Star Wars. It's pretty cool. Standing oh, desks. Yeah, it's very, Dude, you're making back. me... I, I liked Slave One before that. I like standing desks. Do you work at a standing desk? Yeah. Explains a lot. What? It's good take for your a, posture. Take a seat. I don't take a seat. I stand. Relax. I am relaxed. Anyway. Let's hear from the callers. Okay, 724. Who are you and where are you calling from? <laughs> Steal with uh, Jared from the Dewback Discussion Podcast. Hey, Jared from the Dewback Discussion Podcast. And what are you discussing with those Dewbacks, by the way? Well, uh, you know, it's, it's week to week. It varies. Uh, <laughs> I wanted to say, A, I, I didn't read the new Ray comic. Does she actually fly it in the comic, or do, does, do, do they mention that she flew it at one point? Oh, you're bringing up... Sorry, we got so um, tied up in the the emotion of it, we didn't really explain. So I take it uh, very personal. I'm sorry. I feel like um, Dubak discussions are more coherent than uh, hyper chats. But um, she flies it. I'm trying to find it on. I've got all these tabs here. Okay, I've got the image. I don't know how she gets in it. Um, okay, here we go. After leaving Dakar. 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 Taquito. Taquito. Okay. Yeah, Dakar. Taquitos are super good. So good. They're a bit of a secret in Australia. Very underrated. Bit of a secret. Really? Yeah. 
Okay. Not anymore. <laughs> uh, Ray and Chewbacca run into some technical difficulties with the Millennium Falcon, forcing them to make an impromptu stop at a junkers. Ray is allowed to investigate the area for parts she needs, with the former scavenger finding a treasure trove, a treasure trove of goodies, leading her to wonder how everything there could be in such good condition. When Ray is attacked by a monstrous creature, she realizes the junker has been luring in unsuspecting pilots, only for this beast to kill them and leave their ships behind. Mind. So that's a, a pretty cool story. I, 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 I am. I'm just annoyed mm-hmm. in principle mm-hmm. that in the middle of a movie, there's mortar. Like you put it at the end or before. Like like brick and mortar. I mean, um, Ray Ray escapes certain death and hops into a nearby ship to head back to the Falcon, which looks almost identical to Boba Fett's Slave One. I mean, it's blue, uh, so no. And well, oh. you can you can paint things. It's like we haven't seen it for twenty years. We haven't seen True. it since um, Empire Strikes Back. So, dude, it's Jerry. Oh, we have got Jerry. If you're watching on YouTube, everyone say hi to the hyper cat on the chat. Um, yeah. So, Jared, there's um, a couple of frames here on comicbook.com. Very dark horse. This is reminding me of of, of yeah, Ray flying uh, Slave One, and then she pops open the lid. While it's still vertical, it also looks like the the canopy's a bit damaged, like it's exposed. Yeah, it's got a smash in it, which that to me is triggering. Mm-hmm. For I've had like a slave one in storage, a vintage one, mm-hmm. and then I've pulled it out, oh, no. and the canopy's been cracked. So that is like. Ooh. Just chill out, Jared. What 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 do you think, mate? What what's your take on this? Are, are you um, are you more Steele and Emily, or more Rashad, or just taking that same middle road? Looking at the frame just now, it looks a lot cleaner than Boba's, and I know that there is a model. Uh, I that looks more like Django's in Battlefront 2 on the Taco Donna map. So assuming that, like, the paint job Jerry. that's on Django Fett's is meant to be kind of like the default, like, factory model look, I'm more okay with it because I think it's supposed to be just the type of ship that Slave 1 is and not specifically Slave 1. If it was Slave 1, that is freaking absurd. But... What about just the the in the middle of the Force Awakens or towards the end? There's a comic book, a comic book occurs. Like I don't know, my my nerd OCD is always it's like these fill in things, mm-hmm. the books and the novels. They have to be like clearly after a film has ended or clearly before it. I don't none of this middle business. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Well, 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 what do you think, Jared? Am I, am, I, am I crazy or am I just too sane for this modern world? It, it, it depends on the story. Like, it's really, with the fact that there's only a matter of hours between The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi, it's really hard to sandwich in a story between those two movies. Well, no, this isn't between the two movies. This is between leaving Dakar, Dakito. <laughs> <laughs> And arriving at Akto, <laughs> anchovy. Oh yeah, so this is like oh my, yeah, I don't like that. That's that's hard. 
I don't know. Like, <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. I'm, sorry. I'm having a breakdown. Yeah, that's a lot to fit into the like what 30 seconds in film between them making the jump for light speed. It, it was during one of the wipes. Yeah. Like this is a story during a wipe. That's yeah. That's a lot. Um, yeah, I think that's a lot to try to cram in there. Um, I mean, the story itself, I, I don't mind, but trying to put it in the context of Ray on her way to find Luke, that's a little, that's a little dicey. Like, you know, you, you have to question how long it took them to get to Octo at that point and all that. It, it, it kind of, I'm going to use it, it, it kind of despecializes the end of the film. <sighs> Save the puns for me, man. I, I, I agree with that. That's not a pun. That's more of a reference. It's wordplay. Yeah. <laughs> well, the other thing I would say, and I say this with the full acknowledgement of we're certainly not helping, is like one reason I would avoid this as as a writer of this comic is I haven't heard anything about what happens in this comic other than this. This is the thing that I've heard people talking about and see them talking about on Twitter. Not anything in terms of like character or plot or how cool the story is. It's all just about whether this is Boba Fett ship or not. True. I have to say that that Snoke comic mm-hmm. was pretty sweet. It was pretty cool, but controversial opinion. I mean, there weren't a lot of surprises there. I don't want surprises. I just want. I just want mortar. I, I don't want. I don't want to be. I don't want have. I don't want to have anything like flipped on its lid. I don't want it like some scene to have a new meaning. Just continue it on. Add some depth, and that's why I really enjoyed it. No, I'm not saying I didn't enjoy it, but it was it was good. It was fine. It didn't blow my mind. Jared, have you checked out that Snoke one? Yes, I did get into the Snoke comic and I liked that one a lot, especially because I think there's a lot of, um, misunderstanding of Kylo Ren's motives. And I think there's like, there's a, there's like the split of, Oh, he legitimately wants to be Vader 2.0. And he's kind of been made to feel as though all he is worth is being Vader 2.0. And I think this comic does a really good job of like putting down the gauntlet and saying, no, he's a victim of some really, really, really messed up abuse here. He is emotionally fractured. This is not him craving power the way Anakin did. It's more him falling back on that power as a coping mechanism and a very bad one at that. Very insightful. So I like that that made a very distinct, this is what it's meant to say about him. Jared, can I ask you a question? Because I don't quite remember how it ends. Spoiler alert to anyone who hasn't read it yet. Um, at the end of it, it he is- sees the spirit or image of Han and Leia, and then what we think is him yeah. kind of going nuts on them, but he doesn't attack their spirit. He attacks like a tree or something. Yeah, he chops down the tree. 
but not them. So he spares them. Right? Yeah, but, but like Snoke thinks he's chopping them right. down. It's kind of like that thing where Snoke's in his mind, so he just imagines it maybe in his mind. Kind of the, what happens with Ray and him in the Last yeah. Jedi. Well, I, I think Which it's is very interesting. Yeah, exactly, and I, I like that a lot too. That they make a very clear point of saying that Snoke was always able to get in there, but he couldn't go all the way. Mm-hmm. That like. He could, he like in the last Jedi. He's like, I can feel him reaching for the lightsaber through the Force. Here, it's very. He can feel Ben losing control, but he just assumes that his loss of control means that he's going after Han and Leia. Um, but he he indiscriminately murders Luke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but he's just a uh, he's an angry boy. Up. He's just a Oculus Rift. I can't talk. Oculus Oculus Rift. Oculus. <laughs> Taquito. Unique New York. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I thought it was cool. And uh, oh, I, uh, No, you, you're fine, Jared. It's, it, it's part of the medium. Trust me. Um, I liked how it was very low-key, let you work it out if you wanted to, that, mm-hmm. that Snoke, you know, he can read what he's doing but not su- not perfectly. Like, it's sort of, you can just sort of get, like, a color. Right, like not, an emotion, almost. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and so, yeah, so it's sort of like, it's a good prelude to what happens in, in The Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. But um, that one was good. And, and I haven't read that, um, that Ray book. Oh, I'm talking like a comic book person now. Book. Good. Good. <laughs> God, next thing I'm going to not call them badgers. No, we'll stick with that. We'll stick with that. Hey, uh, Jared, tell us where we can um, hear podcasts and all that good stuff. What was that? I, I said, tell us where you can hear the podcast and all that good stuff. Get in a sweet plug. Oh, yeah. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, you guys can find Dubeck Discussion on iTunes, Spotify, and uh, dot net. Uh, do all the social media stuff, do back discussion network. And I also host like a superhero comic book show called hall of heroes. I know this is the star Wars stuff, but uh, I have my finger in the Marvel DC pot as well. That's a boy. That's enough about your fingers, buddy. Hey, nice. I like those <laughs> fingers. Nice. <laughs> okay. This is weird. This is getting weird. Rashad's very interested in your fingers. I'm interested in where the fingers are, <laughs> not the fingers themselves. Let's make this distinction very clear. I think it's better the other way around. You know what? I'm just going to stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to self-mute. Um, so you haven't, you haven't checked out the Ray one yet, correct? Not yet, no. Okay. I really want to, um, especially with all of this really interesting hubbub. Because it sounds like a fun story. I don't know if I necessarily myself would have put it in between or not even in between like you said between whites mm. um that's a that's, that's a really narrow time frame to work with the story um i think I, I there's probably within the lucasfilm story group like a moratorium on putting things between the last jedi and the rise of skywalker um to its own detriment i think one of the best aspects i mean granted i I was only like five or six whenever um, Revenge of the Sith came out, but I know 
even then, like taking in all the content, basically telling the story of the Clone War leading up to the end of the war with Revenge of the Sith was a lot of fun. And there's a part of me, especially because I really enjoy these characters so much that wishes we got more content between these movies. Um, and the very limited time frame between Force Awakens and Last Jedi limits that. But I hope there's a, like a really meaty gap between The Last Jedi and The Rise of Skywalker. From what I heard, it's like at most two years. I wish they gave it like maybe five. Um, just to really draw out that conflict and see every moment of it that we could. Five but, ye- five years is a long time, though. Like, like you, you think about, like, my life five years ago was so different. That's fair. Like, like yeah, it, it just fair. seems it just seems too. Was about three years, yeah. Yeah, I um, like I remember, remember when, like Ryan Johnson released that footage of him filming it. At Akto, it's like cut, yeah, and it was like this, like super shocking, like oh my god, they're back there. What does that mean? I was adamant that oh no, they they they're not gonna. It won't actually. The majority of the film won't start. Like that must be a flashback or something because they've they want to get in all the publications, but they just went yeah. Plot twist. We'll, we'll do it. I, and, and, you know, I've said it like 10,000 times apparently. I, I don't feel like I have, but like Robbo on the Robbo Report always reminds me that I have. So apparently I have because he's always right. He won't let you forget. That um, time, that's... It's a flat circle. That is The Last Jedi's... For me, my biggest issue with it is its usage of time. I, I, I feel like if they kept it vaguer and like didn't make it... Like it was, it was sort of like Dagobah. That it was sort of like vague how long she was there, mm-hmm. and like was it a month? Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I, I feel like that, and and just when they name hours, it's like yeah, that's don't the only do thing that. that throws it off. Don't do that, Jack Bauer. Don't do that. Dunk, dunk. Is that reference yeah, to mid two thousand? Like me personally, I hate that you can't tell how long the Revenge of the Sith takes place over. Like, I can't tell if the Revenge of the Sith happens over the course of a year or in three days. Yeah, but that's Star Wars. Like, how long did a, yeah, new, like, like how long did a new Hope take? Like, I'm, I'm sure you can, like, like Pablo Hidalgo's tweeted out how long it takes or there's something that tells me. But the vagueness of, like, that's like, um, that's sort of like a nerd discussion Late, like, like only in the last few years have I ever thought, how long was Luke on Dagobah? Do you know what I mean? I, I didn't think that in the 90s. I'm, yeah. I'm sure other people did. Yeah, I only really thought about it when people made the connection between that and The Last Jedi. Yeah, and like, to, but to, to put that in the viewer's mind while they're watching the film, it's just, um, I don't know. It was just a bit much. It was just a bit much. But um, not as much I, I can, as I Flying Slave One on uh, on the way to see Luke Skywalker. Like, haven't you had a big enough day? Chill out. I don't know <laughs> if you got the chance to fly Slave One, wouldn't you take it? I did. And, and what was the? I think I put a link in here. Actually, if you're in the chat on YouTube, I did post a link. Oh my god, you guys are posting tons. Um, 
they were having technical difficulties. Okay. You'd think when they were, like, they had all those, um, like, techs and stuff, and you, you think the Falcon would be, um, it would make the make the trip. I mean, yeah. it, it's, uh, I mean, it, it, what's the word I'm looking for? I mean, it's straight up, like, skidded across a planet from out of hyperspace. It made a lot of very treacherous hyperspace jumps in The Force Awakens alone. Yeah, but then it got back and, I mean, and that, they I mean, had time and to fix it. The argument, that, like, they do make it clear that Unkar Plutt didn't exactly take care of the Falcon Correct. either. The garbage like, will do. <laughs> yeah, the garbage will do. All right, fine. You guys have your own way. And now we can have a comic <laughs> series of, like, every time the Falcon flew somewhere, we can have a story of it, of it like, breaking down. Don't tempt me with a good time. Like you can have it, like on on the on the way to Alderaan, broke down story. That's bang. literally just Empire Strikes Back, though. <laughs> Every time the Falcon takes oh, flight, it also breaks down. No, down. no, 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 no. But in the Empire Strikes Back version, the um, uh, like on the way to that asteroid field, they break down there, and then on the way to Cloud City, they break down again. Double issue. Uh, just, just more and more from from in Return of the Jedi, from when they leave Tatooine to going to the Rebel Cruiser breakdown comic. Another one, a breakdown of the breakdown. That's what I want. A Star Wars story. Yeah, just breakdowns, and then yeah, then we can have like a novel about extra breakdowns. I I don't know, but uh, hey, Jared, uh, thanks so much for calling in. Is there anything else on your mind that you want to get out there? I did want to say this real quick with the, what you guys talking about with like the action figures and stuff. I'm not a huge collector when it comes to action figures. I'm a Funko pop guy personally. So I do. And, and trade and lightsabers as well. However, as a cosplayer, I will say that the action figures are an excellent resource, especially in the dry spell we're in. Like what you said about like them, just like throwing out a random picture, a random picture like a high quality random picture of Kylo Ren would be a huge benefit to me to like work on making his newer costume. Right. The action figures, the leaked ones, namely are the only chance in hell that I have at working on that currently. Hmm. So you use the action figures for your cosplay. Yeah. Yeah. As a resource, it's, it's a really nice, you know, it's, it's the best look at the, costumes and the designs, especially with like the photorealistic um, proportions they've been using mm. lately. It's like the and you try to technology get it, to basically And you try to get it as close as possible. Yeah. Okay. So if I say you were a con, right, and you're dressed as Kylo Ren and I lift up your foot, on the bottom like of your boot there will be a hole for a plastic peg to go in. From now on, I'm going to have to start adding that. That's more like it. That means he's going to add an inch. He's going to be so tall. That's just, drill be it, just drill that out of his eye. That's his calcium. Get that bone out of there. Lose some weight. Whoa. It's not that much weight for the... Hey, every... every Is the juice worth the squeeze? Every, I don't think so. Every kilo counts. <laughs> every kilo counts. Oof. Oof. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> I, I, I kind That's of good. like... Jared, to be honest, I, I kind of looked down on you for laughing at that. I, I feel like Rashad had the proper reaction. 
just ready for some yeah, daquitos. You know what I mean? To judge. Yeah. Oh, I- <laughs> the only I, I laughed because I was tempted to say it myself. And then I and then I heard you say it. And I was like, I didn't have to say it, so I could laugh at it. <laughs> I applaud your um, restraint, Jared. Hey, Jared, thanks for calling in, man. Uh, don't be a stranger, and I do want to see that hole in the bottom of your boot very soon. Not a euphemism. I will make that happen, sir. I will make that happen. Cheers, buddy. Take it easy, guys. Talk soon. Bye. Bye. Hey, uh, Emily, you're biting. Um, Britney's uh, vibe on the bay. It's just poetry. Okay. It's, hey. it's sort of grown beyond. Like everybody is doing it now. Oh, God. Me and Araj do it all the time. I do it all the time. All the time. All the cool kids. To everyone. And, even and actually, I originally stole that from another podcast anyway, so. Really? Mm-hmm. Hey, speaking of podcast, speaking of podcasts, Emily, I listened just to a, a fairly random episode of Tofop today, and they started talking about the Last Jedi. Have you heard that one? It's about five episodes old. No, I am a, like seriously behind on Tofop. Yeah, they because um, because Will. Everyone, if people aren't in Australia, and many of you not, Will Anderson's a great friend of ours who's uh, and a, a, a very, you can't get any more famous as a comedian in Australia as him. And he's not a big Star Wars fan, but uh, he's just like, felt finds it hilarious. He's just like, The Last Jedi is easily the best Star Wars film ever made. So it was, uh, it was very curious because he often like chastises me for my love of the um, the wars, the wars, or the peace, star peace, star peace. Hey, have you read that Black Spire book, comic book or actual book? Actual book. No. Okay. Apparently, it's. Um, I was talking to someone on Twitter today. It is just littered with um, like trademark, like things you can do in Disneyland. Do they talk about like the oh the fizzy drink? Yes, it comes they name the all the drinks by the name. They, and stuff they, like they mention they mention like the Ronto wrap and everything. Yeah, the Ronto wrap's kind of delicious though. It's pretty good. What's well, the one? Yeah, so Coca Cola, but I don't necessarily need it name dropped in the novels that I'm reading. It's immersion. I don't know. It's immersion. It's only Star Wars. Why you have to be mad? I don't know. <laughs> okay, let's go to uh, 724. Who are you and where are you calling from? Steel. No, Rashad. Yes? Miss Emily. It's Rural Farm Boy. Oh, uh, Anthony. Hey. How you doing, buddy? <laughs> I'm sitting here talking to one of my Star Wars friends. Can't be any better than that. It can't be. Are you typing on the chat at the same time? Damn. The multitasking is out of this world. Sort of, kind of, yeah. Okay. Yeah, sort of, kind of. All righty. What, what, what's on your mind so, tonight? What, what are you thinking? What am I thinking? Yeah. I'm going to ask each of you, what do you want to ask me? <laughs> ask me Whoa. a question. This is so meta. Wow. I've had a lot of this That's apple juice over here. Old new take on podcasting. God, I haven't been forced to think so hard since my last Scientology audit. I don't like thinking. No, I've been listening to each of you for years. I know what your I know what your opinions 
and all such is in your thoughts. Because I've been listening for so many years. I'm so like, ask, ask your listeners the question. And I, I'm one listener. Ask me anything. The tables have turned. I like that you've listened to us so much that you've been able to build like an artificial intelligence of what we'll react to in Star Wars. <laughs> so you don't even need to know anymore. He's got an index of all our personalities. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, what, do you, what do you think of... Um, the how, how do you go with all these references, Farm Boy? What? What? Anyway, let, let's go start. What is your? Do you like read the comics and the books? Books, as said, novels. I listen to them by way of audiobooks. Yes, sir. That's very on brand. By way of comics. By way of comics. No, I don't, because that just to me. As I told Josh Chapman on Star Wars Spell Out. No name dropping, please. Well, I just done it. So there's that. <laughs> now, um, it's too late now. To me, in my own opinion, if folks would go and say that more, there would be many more less arguments. Now, comics for me, they get too fantastical. Just for my own self. They tell some truths, but... Yeah, there's, novels. There, there, there yeah. is a tone. There, I, there is a tone I'll to comics. I take them all day. Have you read that Black Spy one? I take them all day. Yes, sir. No, I listen to. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. So, so you don't As say you read the book. book. You say you listen to the book. Mm-hmm. You can just say read. <laughs> you got through it. Uh, I consumed it. I consumed. You consumed the content. You can't even call it a book then. Story. Let's just content. Let him. Let him. I want to hear the thought. Have you consumed Black Spire? That sounds as an audio book. I listened to it. Yeah. There you go. How did the reference to uh, Ronto raps and all that good stuff go down with you? Did Did you enjoy it? Did you not even notice it? Did it make you lose years off your life? Do you now want a Ronto rap? The answer should be yes, because they're delicious. Yes, sir. I surely do want one, and I want the recipe to that. But in the way of that story, that story was so good. Really? God. Just for my own self, in, in my own opinion. Yeah. Really, really like that story. And, Impressive. well, I'm going to go ask each of the three of you, would you think about that story? If you partook of it, I didn't partake. I haven't partaken either, but I was actually there. Okay. I am Miss Emily. Did you? I am. I am about a third of the way through, then and I really I'll need to finish it to what you with the library. You third of the way through the book or the Ronto wrap? The Ronto wrap. <laughs> I just one at my desk. And you know, slowly every couple of days, I take a bite. Ooh, that's not going to last. I got. Well, I had the ribs. What? What? what I think were they kadu ribs? I think. I think so. And yep, uh, it's kadu ribs. You got it right. Damn, I don't. Right. I don't know if they're because it was the only thing I ate there. So I don't know if the food is good quality or not. It's fine because ribs of any standard are a gift. Oh no, not any standard. Any standard. No. 
any stand. Hold up, no. hold up now, hold up now. No. Of the four of us, Rashad, yeah, and myself, and Miss Emily, and Steele. Of the four of us, there's only one of us that's been there once, maybe twice. Eh, no, you weren't Miss Emily, and there weren't Rashad, weren't myself. With Steele. I know Rashad's been there. I've been. Steele's yeah. been. Emily. Have you been? Yeah. I, I know Steele has. I've been once. The ribs are fine. They're fine. All ribs are good. It's like a step above a McRib, but that's not saying a lot. Dude. No, well, but. It's not a rib. It's like a pressed meat thing. That's, uh, this is like the lowest quality, probably actual meat. But Mm-mm. I'm not saying it's but bad. I'm just saying, like, been, you're not going to go to, like, a smoke, like, barbecue house. Has he had kadoo ribs? You had the kadoo Yeah, I had the kadoo ribs. But, uh, wait, wait, hold Did up. I, We're getting sidetracked. I, I don't like you bad talking the McRib. I'm not bad talking, but, like, the McRib <laughs> is not the greatest Let's rib known to alone. man. If you want to get, like, good ribs, you go to, like, a barbecue place. You don't go to, like, but they're McDonald's. All good. They're all good. It's We're just... talking on Batu, not on this year now, Earth. I'm sure, I'm sure there is some sort of McDonald's on Batu. But it's not give, called McDonald's. Give it, give, it a, give it a bit of time. What would that be called? Um, Ooh. Emily, what would a space McDonald's <laughs> be called? Don't go pass it around now. Well, I'm just I have steel. I I'm I'm trying to think of a pun and I don't I don't have one. That seems like more like Rashad's territory. McDoo. Ain't nobody trying to go to McCoo. I don't know. I don't know. Hey, um, Anthony, this is something I've been thinking about yes, uh, in the last yes, week. Where, where are you at with what's your spoiler policy? going into the last uh, film in this Skywalker saga? What? For my own self? Yeah. I follow and read and watch since lately Jason Ward's been doing quite a bit video ways. Yeah. If he's gotten something to say about spoilers, whether it be for Episode Nine or The Mandalorian, or whatever some such, I'm reading it, I'm watching it, give me everything, and I don't go out and share with other friends. I only want this for my own self. Very good uh, Good man. That's where I sit. Yeah. Give me everything all the time, because I don't go and speculate, so I can't let my own self down. Just tell me a story. So what Jason's got, what he's finding, yeah, I'm seeing it, I'm reading it, and I'm watching it. That's where I sit. And I keep it to my own self. So there you go. Emily, where are you at? I Oh, this should be good. No, I am only official. Well, okay, okay. StarWars.com. What about what about yeah, oh, like, no, oh. what about Toy Lake? What? What about Toy Lake? Toy Lake. Call Toy the plumber. Lake, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with. Okay. Um, 
I'm not going to say we're like, going to go seek them out, but if I like see the you know like a new costume or a newly designed spaceship, I'm fine with that. I just don't want to know any spoilers in terms of character development or plot. Yeah. What, what about you, Rashad? Gotcha. Uh, official trailers, toy leaks. That's it. What about comic book leaks? Okay. Comic book, they won't leak anything in a comic. In fact, I won't even say I'll watch a trailer, but there are even, once it comes time to TV spots, I run out of the room. Yeah, I I get a bit. I got ruined once during the. Ruined Johnson? (laughs) So let me ask, Teal, (laughs) you asked the question, where do you stand with what you asked? I'm, um,. For The Last Jedi, I, I was pretty keen to find out a lot of stuff. But I just, yeah, I, I don't have it in me now. I, I, I've turned off several podcasts. I've just, like, I've, I've sort okay, of but preserved said, the moment. You said for TLJ, can you speak to that? Because it's, it's, past, it's past now. Yeah, how, what, what, how do you mean? What do you mean, can I speak to it? Can you speak to them things that you learned before we was told that story? Oh, yeah. Because we've been told that story now. That's what I mean. Yeah, I, I like. What did I know? Do you mean? But like how? Yeah. Like how much? Yep. How much did you spoil yourself? Oh, I a lot. Not, but I like. But the last, it was. I don't know. I feel like. I knew the most about The Last Jedi, but it was all from, like, the first half of the film. Because, like, at the, at the end, it just got, like... Wild. This is nutty. What was the most spoiled thing? What was, like, the biggest thing that you knew from that first half? Uh, I don't know if, I, if it was, Before like... Before we was told that story. Correct. What <laughs> did you know going asking. into the movie that was, like, the biggest thing? The biggest reveal. Oh, I, mm-hmm. I can't even think what that. It was more that like I saw stuff way before, like, like I saw Porgs before Rogue One came out. I see, and like the Lobster Troopers, or whatever they're called. This are oh, the Praetorians. Yeah, the Praetorians. yeah, 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 yeah. But I just, I, I don't know. I just, I can't even th- like. I think. Like, there was no... Like, was there any spoilers for The Last I'm Jedi? Like, like, like Luke Skywalker dying and, and all that sort of stuff? Like, the, uh, I didn't hear anything about that. I, 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 I did know much to my chagrin, and I kind of, like, was in denial, was that the green lightsaber doesn't get used. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You've done that I'm yourself. Maybe I asked a bit of a hard question because that's going on two years back now, and a lot of us for two years back now, even for my own self, that's a hard question to ask. So, yeah, my humble apologies. Oh no, 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 you're fine, Anthony. Now, um, but yeah, like I start, I, I listen to ones now, and it's like, it's, 
it's like I'm not even finding like it's it's the end of the trilogy. It's the end of the film. It's the end of the trilogy. It's the end of it the is. saga. Yes, it I, is. I kind of let's savor it. Yeah, I, I and like I always say to people that tell me I was like I don't want to know the last half. Just keep the last half an hour safe. But I don't know. I'm just I just don't have that desire to find out. Like I'm just, I'm just like. Well, I'll go. I, I want, I'll I, go and say this here right now. I'll go and say this here right now. And maybe a couple weeks ago, when I talked with Josh Chapman on Star Wars Spelled Out, what did I say I about said, name drops? I said every Star Wars story, or every story, doesn't matter what it has to do with Star Wars or not. Every story has two things. It's got a start, and it's got an end. doesn't matter whether it has to do with mythology or any kind of story. It's got a start and an end, and this story has been going on for 42 years, right? I hear that. Emily? Mm-hmm. Rashad? See. <laughs> Oh, dude, you're acting like the guy, like, you know, when you're in a plane and you're in the, um, so emer- say we all do. and you're in the emergency <laughs> seat and you have to like, it's like, just say you have to like help us out in an emergency. And if and- there's an emergency, do you agree? Yeah. You agree? Yeah, yeah. It's do like, yeah. yeah. Every story's got a beginning and an ending and this story <laughs> comes to an end and then we're told new stories. So, where do you stand on story, years, Anthony? Anthony, Anthony told a story, and this one's coming to an end. Where do you and stand everybody's on? Everybody's got to accept that. Where do you stand on stories having a middle? <laughs> a middle? Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> Look, man, middles are the I'm best part of a sandwich. Aren't they just? I'm gonna say. You want a middle story? The Mandalorian. That's a middle. For my own self, in my own opinion. If folks can say in, in their own opinion, that would end so many arguments so quickly if they could say to my own self or in my own opinion. We would be so many friends if you could just say in my own opinion. And I, uh, I know that the folks listening to Steel Wars right now, they already know that. There are so many more folks not listening to this show. There are a lot of people not listening to this show. They do well with knowing that. Hell yes. Hey, Anthony, uh, what is your Twitter? Is it at yes, Rural right. Farm Boy? You know where to find me. Yeah, I'm just telling other people, though. Yeah, we got a plug. Plug away. This is a sizzle. Yes, sir. So it's at... You know where to find me. Okay. And other friends, so many friends. You need to know where to find me in that Twitterverse, and I'll see you tomorrow morning, and so many more friends in that Twitterverse. Yep. Rural Farm Boy. Find me there. Ask me questions. Ask me on your podcast. So many other friends. I'll come talk Star Wars with you. 
Anthony, I, I've heard a rumour that you will come on for the start of the podcast and the end of the podcast. But not the middle. <laughs> I'll do the getting middle or net, and I'll go and give a spoiler. There might be something coming up with one of our friends, maybe. Keep your ears peeled. I ain't saying nothing more than that. All right, he's, he's sticking right. to his no spoiler policy. One of our really good friends. All right, nice. Cannot wait. Let us know. And uh, thanks for calling in, Anthony. Really appreciate it. Really appreciate your support. Thank you, Steel, for doing. Because if you didn't do, I wouldn't be talking to you right now. It ain't about me. It's about we. Got facts. Me? Just facts. I hear that. Science. I mean, that's what our first friends made it for people to all of you. I'm hoping. There. I'm hoping. Thanks, Anthony. I actually, um, I'm not going to step to it, right? Emily, this is some so good sizzle. Sitting. You ready, buddy? Okay. All right. Strapped in. I'm not. Why are people posting numbers? They're talking about Pokemon Go. It's the Pokemon thing that oh. I don't care about. I was like, at first I thought people were like posting their phone numbers. And then I was like, are they posting their credit card numbers? The community is getting closer. They're adding <laughs> each other's friend codes. Oh, I was going to write down all these credit card numbers. No. I've got some stuff to buy on Amazon. Harry needs a new pair of everything. Everything? Yeah, he's, he's a grown boy. Hell yeah. Now, um, I heard... A Mandalorian rumor. Uh, is this spoilery? No, I'm not going to say what it is. Okay. But. Okay. It is. It is something that you would never imagine happening in Star Wars. Is that a good thing or is that a bad thing? It, it's like something that you know in Star Wars being in Star Wars. Uh huh. Again. Uh huh, and it's you would not expect it to happen ever. Is this a, especially in that? Is this a beloved thing, a derided thing, beloved? Or beloved by whom? Everyone. Yeah. Is this okay? Is this the thing I'm gonna love? This is the thing. The first bit of it will startle people. Have we seen this in a movie before? The second bit of it will comfort. Have we seen this in a movie before? Yes. Have we seen it in a saga film? Yes. Have we seen it in an original saga film? What do you mean an original saga film? Original, prequel, or sequel? Yes. No, no, no. You got to identify. Identify at least the range. I can't say anymore. Just give me... Give me something. He you can't just dangle it. I'm just saying, like, this Mandalorian series might have more than we think. Does he take an oil bath, and does it feel so good? Yes, very. Mm, steamy. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Just... Is it a, a character-related thing? I can't say anything else. Come on. Oh my god. Why don't you say anything at all then? You're the worst. The worst. The worst. Ooh. Gross. What? Oh, just someone in the chat that Oh. Um go hang out in your own corner of the internet. Would be my advice. Uh, let's go to. I think this is going to be Rebecca in Perth. Are you there, Rebecca? I am still. Hello. How you doing, buddy? What's going on? Uh, nothing much. I'm on holidays at the moment, so just getting back and waiting for the rain to stop. Rain? What's that? I don't even know. Why. Explain. Explain. Oh no, I live in Perth. We shouldn't have rain either, but it's been bucketing down last night and today, and the sun's out, but it's still bucketing down rain. Oh so my God. Is it winter in Australia right now? I'm ignorant. I'm sorry. It's spring. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. We, we just, well, this, this is a weird thing. Australia is weird compared with the rest of the world because we go by set dates for our seasons, not by the actual seasons themselves. So technically, we're in spring, but we're actually still just in the edge of winter. Got it. That is very, uh, that is very, uh, I feel like we have set dates for seasons, but they don't feel like real seasons. No, your seasons just change on a random no, date. Do they? Yeah, we just go like, yeah, our, like, like December, December to February. Uh huh. Summer. Only two months of summer? Wait, I'm an idiot. Three months of summer. <sighs> This is not a good day. It's a fine day, buddy. <laughs> it's a fine day. It's a fine day. We only have four seasons in LA anyway. What are they? Um, nice. Uh, blazing hot. What is this falling from the sky? And awards. Okay, nice. I've heard that somewhere. I didn't. That's not an original joke. I can't claim it. Or a joke. I just thought it was funny. What, what's your spoiler? Uh, you were wrong. What's your spoil policy going into this thing? Uh, my spoil policy is Steel Wars official TM. Um, oh. It still releases a spoiler that's out there. Then I'll listen to it. Apart from that, I don't take any Star Wars news from anywhere other, any other source. Excellent, excellent. Uh, well, what do you got for us today, buddy? I've got nothing. I'm, I'm, I'm so much on holidays right now still. I'm not even wearing pants. I'm sitting here in a jumper and, and Stormtrooper slippers, and that's it. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Stormtrooper costume. Yeah. Because you cosplay, no, 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 so no. I, I thought you were going to say I haven't got pants on. I've got the rest of my Stormtrooper costume. got a costume. lot of plasteel, you know what I'm saying? No, but just like the top bit of the Stormtrooper, <laughs> maybe the boots... No one would say that. Dip in the jacuzzi, but you got to be a stormtrooper and represent. You know what I'm saying? So, Donald Duck, you didn't look at the storm, 
stormtrooper costume. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> no, it's we have fatigue management laws at work, and I have to take a week off, so I'm on that week, and I'm basically doing nothing. It's just boring. So what, what yeah, did, can't wait to get back to work on Monday. Did you say fatigue management? Yeah. We have to take a certain amount of time off each year. Really? And you can't go more than a certain number of weeks working without having a break. Are so you taking applications? I prefer to be working. Uh, they are actually next month. Ooh. I just, yeah. I just love that they've got like this very newfangled 2019 word for like vacation or RDO or whatever, holiday, fatigue management. Very yeah, but it's because it's a safety critical job. That's mm. right. We're only we have certain well, number of hours allowed to work certain number of weeks and everything, so you have to take time off occasionally to clear the mind. I feel like that's there are industries here that do that, I have to imagine. The mind clearing industry? Yeah, yeah, I mean so. like if you work in like intensive healthcare or a coal miner or a firefighter, so you know, like firefighter? Yeah. Yo, have you ever fought a fire? Dude. Police I, officer sometimes? I feel, I feel I like know. firefighters got a lot of downtime. I, I feel like like most of the week <laughs> is fatigue management. And then it's like... Let's not downplay. No, no, no. I'm just saying, though. Like, I, I go past the fire <laughs> station. Sure. And it, it, they may as well be, like, shooting a, a hunks of the fire station calendar. I'm no expert in fatigue management. Or I anything. Was, or anything. I was merely throwing it out there. Okay. The, the simple fact is that normally I'm waking, I'm waking up at 2.30 in the morning to start work at 4 in the morning. So at the moment, I'm sleeping in till 5.30, 6am, and that's great. Damn, that's sleeping in. Yeah. Wow. Anyway, yeah, but I've, I've got nothing at all Star Wars. So, yeah, go to the next call by all means, because I've seriously got nothing. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, thanks for uh, – I, I, it's always good to hear from you, buddy. Always. Alright. And uh, yeah, look forward to seeing you all at celebration. Yes. Likewise. Yes. 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 In yes. our back door. It's gonna be great. You can come in any door you want. Alright, see you. Okay. See you, Rebecca. Talk soon. Let's go to eight seven two. Who are you and where are you calling from? Steel, it's Rick Villanueva calling right outside of Chicago. Hey, what's going on, Rick? Rick, speaking of celebration, what's going on, man? Yeah, what's going on, guys? How you doing? Just talking a bit of wars. What's uh, what, what's your spoiler policy going into uh, episode nine, and 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 has it differed from uh, the previous films' spoilers? With uh, episode seven, I was a little loose, only because it seemed like knowing there was a trilogy that. I mean, what could have spoiled it that much? I mean, Han dying, spoiler alert, was big. I mean, I, did, I knew that I had that spoiled for me the week before we went to go see it with my son, but uh, um, I was pretty loose with it then. Last Jedi, I, I shut off for like two weeks before the movie came out, and I'm already starting to not listen to some shows now. And as much as I love Jason and all of his reporting and stuff, I can't there's just stuff i don't want to know right now so i'm hoping to go in with a pretty clean slate this time around nice i'm doing the same i'm doing the same i have to say 
this is um, this is a little bit uh, off the cuff, but from what we're talking about, normally our chat is 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 I, I just don't get this thing in Star Wars fandom. Someone that's that doesn't like the recent Star Wars films feels like they they need to um, come into our chat and um, <clears throat> just. Be a dick, pretty much. I, I don't. I don't get the. Um, the. I don't understand what the point is. No, like it's a cry for attention, guys. It's a cry for attention. No one enjoys. They're, they're not convincing hearts and minds by any means. No, of course not. Like, just go into your little. We don't like this thing. Like. What is this desire to argue on the internet? Like, I don't. This is the thing about Twitter and social media. It's like it's like a twilight zone of someone that said, "I wish I could read everyone's minds." I think it's just, and now we can, and it's just like, no. I liked it better when I just like people that I knew told me stuff. It empowers people's opinions, and some people think their opinion means more than others. That's pretty much it. I don't know. Just anyway, spoilers. Work on your comic or something, dude. No spoilers. That's so funny, Rick, that you said that about Force Awakens because I was the complete opposite of you. There was one screening actually ahead of me in the theater. I walked into the theater with um, earplugs, just just in case, in case somebody who had just walked out of the screening was talking about it in the lobby. What 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 film is this? Force Awakens. What did I say? Oh, no, 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 no. I just like... <clears throat> yeah, I didn't want to know anything going into Force Awakens. And I'm, I'm kind of that way for all of them. I like the moment in the theater. When I mentioned earlier the TV spots, there was one TV spot for Last Jedi that showed Luke and the Falcon, and I saw that accidentally. And it really bummed me out when I saw it. And I know it's a small moment, but I feel like I would have liked to have seen that. In the theater for the first time. That would have been nice. Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I just find it baffling, that whole, like, we're not releasing anything. And then it just seems in, like, in the last, like, week or week Shotgunning. and a half. It's, it's, Look at all this. It's just like they, they lose their edge and it's like, ah, yeah. how's this? So, like, I don't know. Hopefully, J.J. <laughs> Abrams will be very um, protective of everything. And not that I watch much TV that has ads on it. Unless, guys, has, Emily, have you seen BH90210? I saw the first episode. Dude, and you didn't watch the rest of them? No, because I watched the first episode. It is. <laughs> like, halfway through the episode, I was furious. And then by the end of episode six, I was like, please be renewed. This is this is the Godfather 2 of 90s teen drama remakes. You, like, really came around on it. I remember how upset you were. Oh, it was... It was once I, um, I got it, just... Uh, what is... Oh, dear God. Um... Apparently, there's a campaign to donate money to our podcast so they can say weird things. Just, is this 
the message of Star Wars? I don't know. I don't know. I don't care. Um, sorry, I've totally lost my train of thought because um, I don't know. People want to. It's just just very bizarre. I just like. Were people watching different films to us? Like, this is what it's always... It's interesting to me. Oh, they didn't do with what... Like, how I wanted Luke Skywalker to be treated. Fair enough, right? But would the character of Luke Skywalker mm-hmm. be happy with how you're reacting to that feeling? Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably not. It's very un-Jedi-like. Hmm. Mm. I gotta it's tell because you, people can't accept it, people can't accept any kind of nuance in storytelling, and it's just that simple. They want they want things to be one way, to have a superhero. It's, it can't always be that way. What's the point of storytelling if you can't have flaws within your heroes? Right. You want moral ambiguity. Sometimes your good guys have to be a little bit gray. I have to tell and you, Rick, hundred percent agree. I mean, that's just the nature of storytelling now. I mean, originally, A New Hope was built on archetypes, and it was easy to have somebody be the farm boy, the wizard, the pirate, you know, the sidekick, the, the, the comic relief. But as these stories grew, I mean, it only enriches the story to have characters be more nuanced, have checkered pasts, have doubts about themselves. You know, they have to be able to grow from something, especially if you're going to try to tell the story over nine movies, whether it was planned that way or not. There has to be growth. There has to be change. There has to be some kind of internal conflict for some of the characters. Not all of them need it. I mean, not everybody needs to have a super developed character arc. But you need to be able to accept that some of the people that you consider to be infallible heroes are in fact extremely fallible. They doubt themselves every day. Look at look at real world heroes. Look at you know firemen and and policemen who put themselves on the line every day. I'm sure that there are some who are good cops and good firemen who probably wake up on a daily basis thinking like, God damn it, do I have to do this again? Do I have to try to go and make the world a better place? Yeah, of course you do. But it's Rick, your job. But, Rick, I mean, you made a decision to do that. Let me remind you about how much downtime firemen have. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> but dude, every time I watch The Last Jedi, it's just Luke's story is just like oh, hits me like every time. No, like I know it's I know it's coming, but like there, there's just I don't know. It feels more and more impactful maybe that's just the context of where my life is right now but it's just like fuck like this guy fucked up and he's got it oh i did it again i'm sorry this guy messed up and just can't the r-rated producer rashad he can't let it go and it's just like destroyed his life it's i don't know i really like it far the most it's by far the most interested I've ever been in Luke, and I think I think it's Luke that is most sympathetic. Quite frankly, it's like yeah. that's the one time I actually see. I think it's Luke that is most human, and that's what I want from him. Just the idea that he's like he even says in the movie, like I failed because I was Luke Skywalker. Like I couldn't live up to this, you know, 
pedestal the galaxy put me on. He started believing in the ego of the story that was surrounding him, and he failed and just couldn't reconcile that. That's just incredible. I, I have a question. If I can, I have a question for you guys concerning Luke and um, that fallible side of himself. After reading this notebook last week, it seems like, and we've had hints of this before, like there's some kind of connection between Luke and Snoke. Uh, Leia and Han knew who he was, um, Snoke, and Snoke respects Luke. He has a, a respectable fear of him. Mm-hmm. It seems like they may have crossed paths at some point. Do you guys think that Luke might have been responsible for introducing Ben Solo to Snoke at some point? Hmm. Oh, man. That whole, like, in the... I mean, because fo- it would add, like, if if Snoke tried to play, like, I'm a fellow force, maybe he didn't always look the, the way that he did. Maybe that's as a result of something that Luke did to him, and that's why he has that respectable fear. But it would also add another layer to Luke's guilt about Ben Solo's fall to the dark side. Yeah, well, like, when you look at that scene in The Force Awakens where Princess Leia very awkwardly mentions Snoke. Right. It was Snoke. Which, mm. as a line reading, I was always just like, oh, that didn't come out right. But anyway... It's it's fascinating that we don't really know anything about mm-hmm. like was Snoke like a dignitary that was like like mingling with them and then like it seems like he's a known quantity. Well, he's obviously known, but ha- like mm-hmm. have they met firsthand? Do you know what I mean? Like you know, like Princess Leia met Tarkin, right? Like have they met before? Enough that she recognized. Well, she she smelled she smelled him before she got in that room. Hey, same mind. Oh God, that's that's not a good sign. That's not a good sign. Um, yeah, I hope that we will have a very detailed rollout of that story after the um after the films conclude, and you know, like have that that ten year thing. I I, I think. Like like Snoke and Luke in that twenty years between films is is the two most fascinating stories, <clears throat> if they care to make it that way. I don't know. Maybe they just fly around in slave one the whole time. Who knows? <laughs> if if only. If only. If only. Uh what else on your mind, Rick? Not a whole lot, man. I'm actually, I'm just enjoying uh being on this hyper chat with you and Rashad and uh, and Emily, uh, we've been interacting quite a bit on Twitter lately, and this is the first time we've actually spoken since Celebration. Uh, Emily and I, I mean, we had a brief oh, encounter. I guess the thing is, I met Emily and and Johnny and Hawes on Sunday, and it was kind of, it was like earlier in the afternoon during Celebration on Sunday, so it was after your events deal, so everybody was a little a little ragged, which Oof. I mean, I understood. Um, but I mean, it was still in, uh, in King Tom also, um, I met, uh, then in, uh, in Jesse too, but, um, yeah, no, I mean, it was a lot of fun meeting everybody while you guys were here. Um, Hell yeah. basically in my backyard, you know, I mean, it was, it was, a, the celebration for me was, uh, was, a, was, was a great time getting to meet everybody. I mean, I only got on Twitter last year in November. You know, I mean, so I'm kind of late to the game as far as like the Twitterverse and all of the nonsense that happens that happens there. 
and I've only been really listening to podcasts for the last maybe two years, two and a half years. Um, not a very long time, but after meeting everybody at celebration was like a validation of my own personal fandom, you know, so it's, it's, it's been a lot of fun leading up to that during that. And then since, and then, you know, getting to do stuff like this occasionally, I've recorded a couple of different shows with people. Nice. The last couple of months I did the one with, uh, I did, I recorded with, uh, with Josh Chapman on Star Wars Spelled Out. He put out last week. Oh, enough um, name dropping of, of Josh Chapman. This is getting out of control. Mr. Worldwide. Yeah, come on, Steel. You're falling. You're falling behind, man. You got to catch up. Yeah, yeah, I know. You sound like my mom. <laughs> that would be so good if my mom said yeah, you're no, falling I mean, behind in podcasting. That would be the re. Well, it's because you're trying to produce content. I understand that. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, 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 thanks. How have you found you're the? Um, you're welcome. How have you found Star Wars since Twitter? You know what? I feel like I've been lucky enough to have it not be saturated by all the shenanigans. I don't know. It, I haven't really received like really any backlash for my own opinions. I'm pretty open. I don't really care what people think as far as, you know, whatever their own what about that dog? You know, speculations or opinions are. Just do what you like. You know, I'm not, if, if, I don't, if I don't agree with it, I'm not going to comment on it. And if I do agree with it or, you know, I find some kind of happiness in your own happiness, yeah, I'll throw a heart at you, but I'm not going to. The interactions that I have on Twitter are come more of the friendships that I've made. You know, like I said, yeah, the celebration and stuff, I got to actually meet more people. But I don't, I don't know. I had a guy come at me just a couple of days ago. And it was just, I just retweeted him two or three times with an LOL. Like, you know, have fun with that, dude. I, I just, I don't care. I grew up in the world of punk rock and skateboarding, and it was just like, I could give a <laughs> damn about people's attitudes towards myself. So, like, whatever. Come at me and it, it, meh, whatever. I won't even block. I've blocked maybe two or three people since I've gotten on. I, I could care less about some of that stuff. I'm just, I'm in it for the fun. You know, it's. Like you said before, still, it's fake and it's in space. They're fun stories. They're morality tales. It is what it is. Well, I didn't so, say that. I, I'm in it. I'm in it. That I didn't was, say that. Uh, that, that, was, well, I, well, that. That was Courtney from uh, Who Talks you, First. That, well, you've, you've repeated. Let's put it that way. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, in it, I'm in it for the fun. These movies are fun. I'm in it with my son. I'm watching these movies through his eyes. You're going to have that same joy. When we went to go see The Force Awakens for the first time with my son, he was five years old. When the Force Awakens came out, the fanfare came up. The movie started up. There was that horn blare, and when the crawl came up on the screen, I turned and I looked at his face, and it was magic. Just to see him looking at words on a screen, it wasn't even nothing had happened yet. He was reading and completely enthralled. No, and that's awesome. We walked out. Of, we, we we walked out of the Force Awakens and. I said, buddy, what, what did you think? And he was like, Dad, that was the best movie I've ever seen. He was five. Aww. So take it for what it's worth. But it was, I mean, I saw, I was five when Return of the Jedi came out. So, I mean, I remember being in the theater, you know, for, for that, for, you know, to see Ewoks and all that. I mean, I love Return of the Jedi. But um, to, you, to witness it through his eyes, it's a completely different experience. And Steel, you and, uh, and Araj, when your when your boys are a little bit older, when they get the chance to see any Star Wars movie in a the theater for the first time, doesn't matter what 
iteration of Star Wars it is that they see for the first time in a theater, when the fanfare hits and the crawl starts, turn and look at their faces, you will never forget the look that they have. It's pure magic, I swear to you. Yeah, but dude, I'll miss what's in the crawl. Go see it by yourself first, whatever it is. And then try that's what we did. We saw it first. Because I didn't I didn't know if he was gonna be ready for it. I we didn't know what the content was for episode seven. We went first to kind of screen and like, okay, yeah, he can handle this. He had seen the original trilogy already, so it wasn't anything that was going to be uh, too much for him. Um, he did tell me when Kylo and Han were on that, on that walkway, on, on that bridge, he knew something was coming, and he said, Daddy, I don't like this. you got to hold me. Aww. And because he, he could feel the tension, and then when it happened and Han fell, spoiler alert, um, he screamed in the theater and oh. luckily we were in an empty theater at the time. You know, there weren't very many people there, but he yelled out like, no, he, he, he pulled the old Vader. No. <laughs> and, uh, I was like, I was like, I know buddy. It hurts. It's, it's my dude. But I will never, I, I will take a moment of sadness with him through a movie like that and cherish that forever for, the moment of joy that I got to see in the beginning of just his face watching the crawl. Like I said, it's pure magic. It's, um, it's interesting that like through all the visual cues that he knew that something bad was about to go down. Yeah. He's, I mean, I don't want to brag about him or anything, but he's, he's, he's a perceptive, perceptive boy. I mean, he's, he's an avid reader. You know, he's, I guess that we watched movies with him up to that point. He's like, I said, he's, he's nine now. Turn of the Jerry. Uh, but yeah. He, so, I mean, he's, he knows what's coming up. He, you know, you can tell tonally through music and lighting cues and stuff like that. I think he just picked up on it. Like, Oh damn, something's going to happen. Um, let me ask you and this. Then with, same thing with, let me ask ahead. you this towards the end of the film. When, um, Ray leaves Daqua, Daquito. Daquito. <laughs> did he pick up on the fact that on the way to Octo, she had a malfunction and drove around in Slave One? Did he pick up on that? <laughs> I feel like it's hinted in he the might, film. He might have asked, I think, I think he might have asked, did they stop at a McCrenick's drive-thru, um, for like a space hamburger? Did um, you say McCrenick? Uh, no, I don't, I don't think they, Dang, that's, that's the McDonald's. Oh, my <laughs> God, McCrenick's. Oh, my well God, that is amazing. McCrenick's. I'm trying to think of the burgers <laughs> that would be, um, would be the, uh, the big battle station. No, you can do better. The battle station, the Big Mac. No. Got to call it. Uh... Laser fries. No, what? They'd, You're not they'd, even they'd, trying. They'd be called like star. They'd be called stardusters. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Um, That'd be the one with jalapenos on it. Come on, Punzi, hit me. <laughs> you should see the look on his face. How are you without puns? Did What's you, going on? Rashad, didn't you say you were going to have like the most puns tonight? You were so proud of all the puns you were going to use. Sometimes I disappoint even myself. Jerry is just staring aimlessly Aww. into the distance because of Uncle Rashad's lack of puns. I'm trying to think. It's just so hard to be on the spot. All right. Can anyone uh, in the chat come up with some good puns for McCrenick's? Uh, we call it a... 
That would be very helpful. While we wait for that, hey, Rick, uh, there's a couple more calls. I'll leave you on to get your reaction, see if we get ooh, any. But ooh, I got one. A okay. Royale trooper with cheese. Okay. <laughs> no, a Royale no. guard with cheese. Fool. Damn it. All right. Let's see uh, what we've got here. Uh, 407, who are you and where are you calling from? Uh, it's Mike calling from Kissimmee, Florida. Hey, doing, Mike. What's on your mind, man? Not much. Uh, just to answer your question about spoilers, uh, I'll stick with what's in the trailers, but I'm trying to avoid whatever I can, when I can. How has that been, like, is this a changed policy? Because like, I was sort of like, Force Awakens, I didn't want to know anything. Like, I, I was very scared. And then Last Jedi, I was like, soak it all up, soak it all up. Not that there was, like, much out there. But, um, like, like, per, per, like about the last, like, half of the film. But then um, I'm getting a lot tighter for um, Episode 9. Has that fluctuated or has that been your policy the whole time? Um, sort of like you, it's fluctuated some. Uh, being a podcaster myself, it's, it's one of those, okay, what do I want to avoid to talk about on my shows? as opposed to what do I want to know in general to, and not know. It is, you know. I'm sure it's that same dilemma with you of, you know, I want to do something for content, but I don't want to support, you know, to what point are, is too much, too much, and I'm spoiling too much of the film. Mm. Yeah, the problem is you often, you often don't know what's too much in until you've Until gotten you, too, too much. much. <laughs> right. Now, I know for me, when we get to beginning of December, or when it or when stuff really starts flooding out, I try to avoid it all until I get a chance to see the film. Yeah, me too. You go on lockdown, is that what you're saying? N- not a lockdown. I mean, I still do the social media thing, almost have to. Uh, as podcasters, um, but if I see it, if I see it, something start off and it says Star Wars or or Rise of Skywalker, and I see Twitter post or Facebook post, I'll scroll past it. And, and if it means I miss other sh- stories or other posts that I might have wanted to read, you know, from friends, family, or whatever. Well, that's the sacrifice I miss. I, I take to to avoid whatever people are starting to talk about. Interesting. And um, you said you do, you do your own content. What's what's um, we're going to wrap up, and uh, we're going to hit a few of these uh, McCranic puns in the chat. But before that, <laughs> um, give a sweet plug for uh, what stuff you make. Uh, I run three shows. Uh, first one's called Weeby Geeks. Second one's called Mighty Marvel Geeks. And the last one's Wookiee Radio. Wow, busy guy. Oh, oh yeah, three shows. Wookiee well, Radio sounds more my show. No <laughs> pun intended. <gasps> what did you say? You said Wookiee well, Radio sounds well, more well, my tune. What's wrong with that? No, it's like tune, like music. Oh, it's all connected. But it's radio. It's like poetry. It's wild. It's like poetry. 
Uh, all right, we better wrap that up. But uh, thanks so much for calling in and um, tweet us, no tweet us the link, tweet us the link. Oh yeah, tweet us the link to Wookie Radio, and I'll, I'll retweet it for you. But um, hit, hit me with your McCrenics. Don't forget the the pork nuggets with Szechuan uh, sauce. It's too good. How did I not see that? It's a good thing. It's it's a good thing Brittany stepped out. <laughs> the what? The pork nuggets? I don't get it. Like oh, the pork nuggets. Pork. Sorry, I just heard pork nuggets, and I was just like, oh, they that would be good. Pork nuggets. That's good. All right, very good, very good. All right, we will talk soon and uh, call back in. Really appreciate it. No problem. All Rick. Uh, you still there? Yes, sir. All right. Yes, I am. So we've got some puns going here for our McCrenics. Let's see it. Um, I actually thought Yanni chimed in and said Wamper Attack. I thought that could have been Emil, but it was actually referring Jerry. to Jerry. If you're listening on the podcast, I don't know why. I just looked at the camera to say if you're listening in the podcast. But um, Jerry has been jumping up on, on the screen, being the little hyper. Oh, oh. Little hyper feisty. Um, Tracy Moon says McDonald's has golden arches. McCrenix has the golden arcs. Uh, like arc trooper? Oh, maybe, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm dumb. Don't pay any mind to me. You should be less positive about it. Wait, wait, hold, hold on a second. Hold, Emily, you don't have anything for this? McCrenic, I'm sorry, Krennic's your guy. Wait, give us some time. Let's just get through these user-submitted ones. Do you know what I mean? She's in the heat okay, of content. Okay. God, Rick, tough crowd. Are Happy Meals sorry, achievement I, meals? I, I, thought maybe she, I thought maybe she'd have something. Yeah, well, just, just let her go. She's a, um, I have a lot of faith in Emily's uh, writing. No pressure. Um, oh, this is very good. Rebecca Edwards, who we just spoke to in Perth. Mm-hmm. I don't... Oh, wait. This might not work for the rest of the world. Okay. But if you're in Australia, this is very good. The burgers are immeasurable at McCrenick's. Okay. I'll explain. I mean, that makes sense. Okay. No, 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 no. The, um, in Australia, Burger King's called Hungry Jack's. I know. Just okay. we'll talk about it. We'll it. talk about it another time. Okay. Talk about it another time. But um, their slogan is the burgers are better at Hungry Jacks. So the burgers are immeasurable. At so, but if you've grown uh, up with that reference, pretty good. Pretty good. Very interesting how um, Hungry Jacks is called Burger King in Australia. Look, look it up. Vice versa. Excellent. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um. Pardon my pronunciation, Rabbi, Rabbi, how would you say that one? Rabia? Rabia? I can't see from here. Okay, Rabia uh, says Death Star Deluxe, which is uh, not bad. I like it. Uh, Rebecca Rebecca Edwards is on a tear. All the toys in the kids' meals wear a sweet-ass cape. Yes. Uh, Turbo says McCrenics should be silver arches. Ooh. What about arches with... Oh, no, no, no. The two arches and both of the arches have capes. The imperial arches. It's kind of half-assed, but that's pretty cool. Uh, Eight arches. Jojow says they should have a happy choke meal. 
That's good. I'm into it. Uh, Tracy Moon says McCrenics wear laser broiled. Um, I like that. Yanni says McCrenics our achievement, not yours. <laughs> <laughs> this is good. Luke Cruiser from the Bad Motivators. Bad Motivators actually had a ripper episode this week. Mm-hmm. Not that they're saying they don't normally, but this episode was was very good. It slaps, as uh, they say. I'm, I'm not even going to say what they talk about and discuss. From afar, I'm not even going to say what it is because it attracts too much attention. But, but it's was, a good one. But it was a very interesting conversation. Anyway, Luke Cruiser says Death Star, over one billion burned. Hey. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. <laughs> um, not if you're on older run. Um, Rebecca says, but Krennix, try the Stardust Shaker Fries. Oh, Shaker Fries were so good. Rebecca again at McCrenix, try the new McPorg range of burgers. Andy Campbell says McPorg, love it. God. Um, Yanni says, I'll have the number five. Oh, it's beautiful. Um, We've got a call here for Favia meat. Uh, Tracy Moon says McCrenix, super star destroyer, size it. Oh, you guys are going crazy now. Yanni says, knowing you, I should have said, oh, Wackling Attack. Um... Now, there's too many references to Australian things. Rabia says Jedi Jacks instead of Hungry Jacks. Mm. Oh, Rabia. Rabia. Uh, thank thank you. you. Sorry. So, said it, put it in phonetically, which yeah. sort of helps me. Um, Rick says they're not Happy Meals. They're Grasso Boxes. Uh, Emily says... Everyone says I'm no longer on the call because it dropped out and had to call back and they haven't noticed. <laughs> I don't know. Emily, is that you? 347? Whoops. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's me. Sorry. I just thought you weren't interested in the puns. Welcome back. Uh, I mean, I'm not, but also, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Rebecca also says McCrenics now serving four and twenty pies. God, I could go four and twenty. That's something that Mendo said. Nice. <laughs> remember, I remember. All right, well, that's a lot of puns, and um, I think we're going to do a bit of blocking here on the uh, on the chat, Emily. We'll have to work out how to do that. Yeah, yeah, that's what I've been doing. It is. Just swinging that band hammer. It is shocking to it's. It's like I don't know the. It has just become such a stupid us against them. Like I find it very juvenile. If 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 someone that didn't like these new films was having a fun time with their friends talking about the Empire Strikes Back, or the Force Unleashed. Have fun. I can't imagine being driven so much by spite. Well, I don't know. Oh, well. I don't know. It's it's very silly. But um, I I thank the Steel Wars audience for uh, their great vibes in Star Wars. Great vibes. It's what what keeps me going. It's what keeps me going. The chillest of vibes. Hey, Rick, thanks so much for calling in, my man. Are you going to make it out to LA for Celebration? I do not think so. I don't think it's in the cards for us for next year. 
Yeah, I'll, I will. I will be there in spirit. You know, I will. You're not a fair weather fan. You're a you're a near location fan. I bleed this stuff. I don't need to be right there. I can bleed it right here. What we'll co- miss you, buddy. What color is Star Wars blood? Green or blue? I think it's like green, like that Lucasfilm logo. It changes colors, though, doesn't it? I think it's, it's like gold. It's green. Yeah, I was gonna say. I think it comes out. I think it comes out gold, and then it turns green, or vice versa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. All righty, Rick. Thanks so much, man. I will. Uh, I will talk to you soon. All right. Thank you so much, guys. Cheers. Cheers. Uh, Emily. I actually, I got a bit sidetracked. I was going to bust out that um, FMK that I've been sitting on, but I'll, I, I will send it into your podcast. I, I had it. On the, okay. I had it on the back burner, but um, we will. Uh, I, I'll, I'll record and send. When do you record next? Uh, Sunday afternoon. Okay, I'll try to do it by then, and. By recording next, what is that podcast that you would be recording? That is the Cantobite Dispatch, with which I do with my good friend, Brittany Brown. Oh, I'm, I, sorry, I don't mean – you just said Brittany Brown. I got excited. She did, did this really nice tweet mid-show that she's been – she was watching us on um, on the big screen. Oh, So shout out to Brittany Brown. She is uh, one of the best. She's a real one. And, and you guys are – one of the most endearing podcast couplings ever. It's the, Aww. the 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 one hour bits that you do that you don't know that are bits are amazing. It is. <laughs> it's so good. It is so good. I uh, absolutely love it. Uh, so it's the Canto Bite Dispatch. And uh, where can the good people find you on Twitter, Emily? Uh, I'm on Twitter at EFLind. Very nice. The producer Rashad. Hi, that's me. What's happening in the Will Communication podcasting scenario? Uh, well, I guess you could say we're in a bit of an unintentional hiatus for the moment. But One of my favorite types of hiatuses. You know, just life gets in the way sometimes. Um, I thought life finds a way. It will find a way. You need to have more of a John Hammond point of view. He doesn't really make it out of that, though, does he? Oh, you know what? He does make it out of the movie, doesn't he? Also, Sweet Cane. He does have a Sweet Cane, but in the book, he eats it. Well, someone eats it. Not the cane, but, like, he gets eaten, I should say. Okay. All right, beside the point. Will Communication, you can find the episodes that are currently live Mm. on the Twitter Mm. at WillCompod. That's W-H-I-L-L-C-O-M-M-P-O-D. Uh, I am also uh, on the Bad Motivators Patreon show Seismic Charges with Luke Cruiser and Tom Chansky. Also talking about Star Wars comics. And uh, if you are interested in hearing something that is non-Star Wars related. Go on. You could check me out on the Steel Wars Patreon show. Sado! I, re- about- I didn't realize it was going to be a promotion for one of my things. I take that back. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> now that I'm promoting your stuff, it's fine. Yes, yes. Uh, but yeah, we talk about a lot of things. I think we have a Beverly. We, we owe a 
Beverly Hills 90210 episode, oh, actually. This is a behind the scenes. We recorded. So Jackie wouldn't let Rashad watch BH90210. The original series. Oh, no. No, no. He wasn't allowed to watch the new series because Jackie's got this OCD. You've got to start from the start. So we, we obviously Rashad's never going to get to the new series, but we started from episode one of 90210. How is Steve Sanders cool? He's That's not. a sizzle for you. He's not. But um, we recorded um, the intro to it and then watched it and then I fell asleep. You and Jackie both fell asleep on the couch. <laughs> Your parents, it's fine. It happens. It's a ringing endorsement. But we've got, so we've got half an episode. Yeah. But we talk about other things and movies and if, if trailers. You, if you had a real dedication to content, you would have just solo recorded that on the way home and sent it to me. Just live commentary while you two are sleeping on the couch. Yeah. I don't know if anybody wants to hear me just talk for like an hour. Okay. Well, we might put up that half episode, but there's a new episode of The Jooklin Strikes Back. We um, had a, uh, a a rosé party on Saturday night watching The Phantom Menace with uh, Jackie and Blondie. And, oh, my God. The Phantom Rosé. I um, The Rosé Menace. Ooh. I had such a good time watching The Phantom Menace. It's a great, it's fun. I really like The Phantom Menace. It's not like the best film ever made, sure, but like, it's so fun. Yeah, I had a, I had a, I had a really good watch. That pod racing scene's amazing. I want a Days of Thunder style Star Wars spinoff film with just pod racing. That's what I want. All right. Interesting. Interesting. And uh, just today, a new episode of Page Wars came up, as mentioned before, about Supreme Leader Snoke. Ooh. But uh, thank you, Jerry the Persian. Our Hypercat. Ca- our Hypercat here on the desk. Thank you, Rashad. Thank you, Emily, who's up super late. Thanks to everyone in um, the chat that's not blocked. That is awesome. <laughs> Um, Real quick, I forgot to mention that on Will Communication, I do the show with my buddy Justin Rodriguez, who is in the chat. Hit him up for Pokemon Follows. And he was on an episode of Hyper Chat with us once. He was, yeah. Mm -hmm. Super fun. He's my best bud. Now, um, we'll have an interview episode next week, and I'm back in Australia, so there'll be no Hyper Chats until after the 14th. Unless I'm suddenly stricken to be very dedicated and do it all by myself. That would be good. That no, it would wouldn't. Good. That would be fine. Nobody wants but uh, thanks so much for listening, everyone. I hope you had a good time. And like and share. If you're on uh, Facebook, hit thumbs up and subscribe. All that good stuff. If you're on Twitter, share it around. Have a good time. Enjoy the last few months of the Skywalker Saga. I cannot wait and may that force be with you. Melbourne, Australia. The Steel Wars podcast has missed you, but we are coming home for one live show. Saturday, October 5th at 2 p.m. It's all going down at Stay Gold, which is at 133 Sydney Road in Brunswick. Starts at 2 p.m. And as our old tradition, we will be following it up with a very rare live 
I Love Green Guide letters at 4pm. And discounted double show passes are available. Tickets are on sale right now at steelwars.com or the link is in this episode's show notes. Right on your podcast thing. Just look at the notes in your podcast app, hit the link, grab some tickets, and we'll see you on Saturday 5th of October. It's going to be the best of times. And now, on with the show. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.